Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Y'all, I am so happy. I am in the happiest of moods. I hope you guys can feel all of the love and the energy that I have in my heart today. It's such a beautiful day. Such a beautiful time to be alive and to grow and to regenerate and to sow seeds. Let me get into that in just a moment. But before I get started, y'all know I cannot go into another episode without giving gratitude to you all for listening. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears for about an hour Um, once a week and I really appreciate that but can we talk about what season we're in though we are in airy season the first the beginning of another cycle here in the wheel that we call the journey and for some people you know it's a die year but spring equinox is um happened by the time you guys hear this two days ago and spring equinoxes are so important to me Y'all have no idea. New moons are cool. New moons come every every month, but there's only one spring equinox. And for me, it's a combination of factors personally for me that make spring equinoxes super duper important. And I let go of, well, first off, I reflect on what happened the past um, cycle from last equinox and to this equinox. I don't go January to December. I go from spring equinox last year to spring equinox this year, or the last day, I guess you can say, of where we were. But I assess and I, I think about what worked for me and what didn't. What I like, what I learned, like truly learned, was something I could have taken a little bit more to heart or taken more seriously. How to apply the things that I learned in my life and to be a better woman, a better being for myself and for others including the world at large, obviously. This this goes beyond my immediate circle or my loved ones or my relationship or whatever. It's not it's not really about that. It's really about being the best me to be the best me in the world at large, not just my immediate community or my immediate circle. So usually on spring equinoxes, I take a break from social media and I keep my contact to the outside world very limited. I really enjoy getting quiet time to reassess like I said, and just just sit still. It's so much fun being silent, y'all. Like, silence is low-key kind of sexy, you feel me? Like, I love it. I have to have at least a day of silence once a week where I don't talk to nobody. Now, I noticed last cycle I hadn't really gotten my silence in since um, January, since Capricorn season which would be technically the beginning of the Gregorian New Year, which we are in. That starts in January. And I noticed I had been so busy, and I've been networking, I've been planning events, I've been interacting with people, meeting new people. And I was like, man, I need to take a break. So the spring equinox for me was a time to just break. You know what I'm saying? Like Outkast, I'm showing my age, but if y'all listen to the Stank On Your album by Outkast, they basically had break in almost like what every song basically. So, um, yeah, it feels good to just recharge, reset. I feel like I have refreshed. I'm renewed. I'm probably going to pull a card or two tonight. Mellow out, vibe out, continue to read my book. I bought a real cool book. <laughs> I'm laughing because the subject matter is a little grown. I'm debating if I want to <laughs> share it <laughs> later on, but... But um, before I get into this week's episode, um, don't forget to sign up for the mailing list at spiritualhomegirl.com. I have updated the website. We got recipes. We got blog posts. We have my YouTube diary that I've been doing for the past 31 days. I'm really proud of myself, y'all, because, ooh, that was a struggle. And I also have podcast episodes for you guys to listen to. And also, if you want to buy tickets to events or get some merch, you can definitely do so. I'm super proud to have launched 
Um, I make peace with the day line with my workbooks and my aromatherapy inhalers and my aromatherapy roll-ons. I'm so excited. Like, oh, that makes me happy. I just actually provided some inhalers for my girl Ivana with Blossoming Brown Girls. She's doing another event um, for little girls over in Nashville, Tennessee coming up i think on the 30th or 31st please follow blossoming brown girls on instagram to get more information but i'm so happy to be able to give her some aromatherapy inhalers to help little girls make peace with the day <laughs> that's so dope i love it oh man i feel amazing anyway this week's episode is um i ain't gonna say from the vaults i don't even want to say it's an oldie but a goodie because i mean it's, I think it's an episode that's been real slept on, and it's in the same vein of my Toxic People 101 episode. In the same way, I feel like you can't talk about the law of attraction without at least going backwards to the foundation, which is the law of vibration. Um, I feel like with toxic people, you can't really talk about toxic people until you go backwards to different types of behaviors that lead to that, whether it's frenemies, which is coming up um, at a later date. Because it's, it's in my series of toxicness, you know what I mean? I, I have to address all aspects, you know, because everything is worth episodes of their own, to be honest. But I actually want to talk about haters. Yes, haters. Sometimes they're imaginary, sometimes they're not. But we do know that they are a thing. They're a thing in culture. Everybody says they got them. Everybody, I low-key think everybody do have them. I know some people say, oh, you create imaginary haters. Sometimes the hater is yourself. It's a two-part series, but we'll start with part one. Um, I think it's definitely worth playing, given that we are in a new season. And it's spring cleaning, you know what I mean? It's time to kind of reassess your house and start off the new uh, cycle right. So I wanted to remind everybody that there are different types of haters. I go into about five of them, and uh, we go in. So don't laugh at me, y'all, because this episode was like literally – the second or third episode I ever did for this podcast. So um, <laughs> I was trying to get my, my, my sea legs, you feel me? So um, I hope you guys enjoy, and please reach out to me. Let me know what you think of this week's episode. So with that being said, we got one from the vaults, Hater 101. Enjoy. Peace and light, y'all. You're listening to an episode of The Spiritual Homegirl. Today's episode is the first in a mini-series about haters, Hater 101. And um, this episode is going to be about what a hater is and why they are the way they are. Now, I'm going to give you guys a disclaimer. As we're getting to know each other, we're fairly new to each other. Still homies in love and in spirit, but I just want to be perfectly clear. This is not going to be your nice, docile Let's just talk like this and be very, very chill today. This is not the time, the forum, or the message for such passiveness. I don't roll like that, and especially not when it comes to encouraging other people how to overcome the negative and be their better self. You're going to get some passion today. You will get all of the Aries fire today. And you're going to get it from a place of love because as we all are one and we all are homies in this spiritual journey, I don't want anybody to fall into such a low vibrational pattern of thinking and acting and speaking because that affects your growth at the end of the day. I know some of my friends that know me are like, oh, Lord, she about to start up. You're absolutely right. So with that being said, let's ride. So let's just get into what a hater is. Think about that real quick, y'all. What is your definition of a hater? I'll give y'all a couple of seconds to, you know, mull it over. Y'all cool? All right. I've seen different definitions or I've, I've polled people actually before this episode to get different definitions. And I've gotten a broke person, a person who is not attractive. A person who's not happy with who they are. And a person with no moral concept of self-love. Verbatim. No moral concept of self-love. So my definition of a hater is a person that is not secure or grounded with who they are as a being. Or they're not happy with who they are as a being. They seek out to destroy anyone else who is comfortably existing within their own light so they're pretty much dark light trying to take out the bright shining light that's how i look at haters they want to put all their little damp negative ass energy on everybody else because they don't feel a hundred percent 
comfortable, or even satisfied with who they are. My version is clearly longer than everyone else's, but let's take it to Oxford Dictionary and get the formal definition. So according to Oxford, a hater is a person who greatly dislikes a specified person or thing. Let's use it in a sentence. I hate being late. Or in my case, I hate driving in Atlanta traffic. The informal definition is a negative or critical person. I'm going to repeat that again. The informal definition of a hater, according to Oxford Dictionary, is a negative or critical person. The reason why I felt the need to repeat that definition is because we all have a hater in us. Some of y'all might be lying to yourself. You might look at your your phone or your radio, your tablet and be like, that ain't me. It is. I'm going to tell you why. There's balance here. There's a yin and a yang, a light and a dark. You can't have one without the other. The key is to stay in the middle of both extremes when you're dealing with such energy. But we'll get into that in the next episode as to how to deal with the haters, including your own inner hater. So let me not get ahead of myself. Haters are so uncomfortable with their existence. They seek to destroy other people's existence because they're ungrounded and they're not rooted firmly in who they are, like I've mentioned before. And the reason why my definition was so long is because in my experience with haters, that has always been the case. I'll give y'all a quick, quick story as to why I formulated my idea based on my very first hater experience. And guess how old I was, y'all? I was nine years old. I had my first hater experience at nine years old. I was, I think, in the third or fourth grade. There was a little boy named Deontay that liked me. I liked little Deontay, too. He had the flyest S-curl in the fourth grade, and he always had on some type of Jordan jersey or Chicago Bulls hat or something. And I thought he was just the flyest thing since fruit snacks. And I liked him, and he liked me. There's this other little girl who knew that little Deontay liked me, and she was so mad because she liked Deontay too that she instructed all of the little girls at the playground during recess not to talk to me. Oh, let's cue up the the damn the little song that be on the dog commercials in the arms of the angel. (laughs) That's my little side story about haters, but I mean, I learned very quickly as a child. That everybody is not going to like you on this earth. So you need to get some thick ass skin, little girl. And that would be a continual pattern in my life. With regards to me doing me and it's just being a problem for people. But that's another podcast again. We we will get to it. Trust and believe. So when it comes to hating, hating comes from a low vibrational energy. And I could even relate it back to my experience as little, you know, as a little girl. Maybe my hater wasn't secure with who she was. Maybe she wasn't feeling like she was pretty enough. Or maybe she was insecure about something. Now, granted, I had big teeth in the in the fourth grade. Big teeth, long hair. Um, always had sand in it somehow, you know. So really, you know. But, you know, I had my own little flaws too. But the difference between my hater and me is that I had a loving support system that always reminded me of how pretty I was. So even if I may not have been the cutest little, you know, like Raven Simone, she was gorgeous as a little girl. I may not have been Raven Simone or the little pageant queen growing up, but at the same time, I was happy with who I was and that's what made me pretty. So when people are not happy with themselves, that's how they radiate outwards. You can tell when somebody is not happy with who they are based on how they assess other people. It's in their tone. It's in their feelings. The tone of voice in the manner of which they even speak about a person or an event or a thing. And when I say low vibrational energy, I want to give y'all, and I know some people probably are saying, raise your vibration. Y'all say that all the time. What is that? In order for me to explain the whole raise your vibration, vibrate higher that y'all might see um, on the internet or whatever, I have to explain to y'all some of the laws of the universe. Well, one of them at least, and that's the law of vibration. I know y'all have heard of the law of attraction, but I feel that in order to get the law of attraction, you have to understand the law of vibration. I feel like it's like pre-K to kindergarten pretty much. So, you have to, it's pretty much a prereq to the law of attraction. Again, this is just my opinion. But it pretty much says anything that exists on this earth, beyond, in the universe, in the stars, whether it's seen or not, when you break it down, it all has energy that pretty much exists or comes out or radiates or resonates as a particular frequency or pattern. In this case, we call those vibrations. So with that being said, all matter, all things, 
it has its own frequency with regards to these vibrations and the thoughts and how we move and how we interact and how we live through this life that determines the level of the vibration that you're on so that is how we start setting up the law of attraction where we're saying okay well if you think negative if you vibrate negative you're thinking negative you're acting negative what are you going to get negative that's how a hater starts off a hater is negative because they vibrate at a low frequency now you're probably wondering so what so what are some things that are low frequency things not being grateful causes low vibrations not being happy with where you are who you are in the moment during the journey makes you negative operating from a place of need versus wants that is low vibrational thinking that life is never going to get better for you that is low vibrational telling yourself negative things so in this case a hater could be telling themselves i'm so ugly nobody's gonna want to be with me or find me attractive i'm so poor i'm never gonna get my money together you know what i don't have any friends nobody wants to hang with me that is some hater shit y'all that is so before a hater even opens their mouth to even speak about you they already aren't happy with some part of themselves to begin with so let's get that straight with regards to the vibrating energy that a hater's on they're not on the highest of the high they're not even in the middle they down low and in my opinion i think that some of that may come from an unbalanced root chakra i won't get super duper deep into the chakras but when that root chakra is unbalanced it causes people to be unstable fearful insecure repeating thought patterns that don't benefit them such as what i've listed previously just now so i think sometimes that contributes as well i think some people's experiences in life when they have these human experiences um, affect them i think sometimes people from a you know, spiritual aspect take things from past lives that they never resolved prior to coming to this one which kind of has them subconsciously thinking a certain way about certain people um, whether they look a certain way act a certain way speak a certain way one concept that i do want to share with you all um for this episode and the next one in hater 102 is a concept that i learned from a book by don miguel ruiz it is one of my most favorite books ever and I have a lot of those. So you may hear me say one of the most favorite because I got a lot of them. It's called the four agreements. And the agreement that we're going to discuss with regards to haters is agreement number two. Don't take anything personally. Now, the first part of this agreement is when people are in their own dream, they address you in relation to what they go through through their lens. So if a person is out here saying you look fat in an outfit, that's really a reflection of how they feel about things. Think about it. You might have an outfit that you want to wear. You might be about to go out with your girls or with your homeboys. And they say, yo, that's hella ugly. Take that off. That You're not going out embarrassing me looking like that. Think about what it goes back to. Self. Whether it's the ego piece where they can't just be cool with a person being secure in them own selves. Or where they don't want to look crazy because they don't want people to think a certain way about them. That is something that goes back to who? The hater. If it's a person who doesn't want you to wear an outfit because they know they can't pull that look off because they're insecure for whatever reason, it goes back to them and it goes back to that insecurity or that lack of confidence or that need to seek approval or or be approved and accepted by other people. And I know we probably are taught to seek that, y'all, but let me be the first to say, no, please don't do that because I think a mistake that we make is that we allow haters to turn our light down. And that's what that's what the hater wants to do. Haters vibrate so low and they're so dark with it. It's a guilty pleasure of theirs to tear somebody down. When you're vibrating so low and dark and you're saying something and you're projecting energy onto a person whose light was actually shining bright and, and radiating high, and you know that you start to see their light shrinking and getting a little bit smaller, that satisfies them. It's sick, but it's true <laughs> because the whole misery loves company phrase, that's not just some little phrase your grandma used to say to be cute. That's very serious. Misery loves company. Rather than pull themselves out of their own hole of despair, they'd rather take you in with them. It's easier that way. Everything is easy to a hater. It's easier to live a life of low vibrational shit where you're perpetuating the same drama wondering why you can't fix your life. 
it's easier to not look inward and figure out what you need to fix in order to do it because that means you have to do some real work. That means you have to do some real self-examination. And that's too hard for a hater to do. So they just rather project all the work they should do on themselves onto those who do work on themselves or those who might not need work on a specific area. They might be cool where they at. My favorite example to use here is when people gang up and group together for a common enemy. Now, we're not talking about a situation where there's some kind of eye for an eye, little petty stuff going on where people are, are being active. We're talking about people just being themselves and not bothering them, you know, anybody else by being themselves. People will just say, for instance, I actually heard a discussion the other day. Yo, you saw that girl so-and-so? Yeah. I don't like her. Oh, really? Yeah, she just seems like she's... Like she, like she thinks she's too good for people. And another woman I heard say, yeah, you know, I thought that too. And you know, I just, I don't like people like that. And you know, people just need to really get off their high horse and, you know, really humble up and, you know, really just assess themselves and remind themselves you're, you're, you're a nobody at the end of the day. And I'm thinking in my head, I didn't hear not one reason as, and again, I was ear hustling because I was hungry. I was in line for some food, but I was like, these people didn't listen out one reason. She seems stuck up. She looks stuck up. And then the haters proceed to go on some damn 10-minute tangent about how this woman is just such a horrible person to the point where they link up, following each other on Instagram, switching numbers. Oh, we should we should link up and have our kids play together with some play dates. And I'm thinking, did I just witness a whole alliance form on the strength of hate for somebody else? That's powerful. That sucks, but it's powerful. Now, I want to talk about another type of hate, and I'm not going to call it warranted hate, but I'm going to call it eye for an eye hate, meaning you may have made a mistake, or you may have done something in your past, or you may have done something in your present, and you rubbed somebody the wrong way, and now they have made you the focus of their attention. Now, sometimes people might say, oh, well, she deserved that. She asked for that. He asked for that. He should have never did that. He should have never did that to his friends. Should have never double-crossed them. Should have never betrayed them. Should have never did whatever. But at the same time, that's still low vibrational energy. But if we're going to call being a hater by choice, um, in our last example, as to a person just hating on another because of who they are and they choose to hate, some people might say, oh, well, they forced me to do that. If they had not done this to me, I would not have reacted in such a way. I call that excuse hater by force. That's still unacceptable, though. And the reason why I'm saying that's unacceptable, you're probably like, damn, Marie, I thought you was going through it just like me. That's why I'm saying it's unacceptable, because I've been a hater by force. I've been a subject of hate by people who were haters by choice. And rather than say, you know what, that's a low vibrational energy. I'm going to ignore that. I'm going to rise above that. I'm going to keep doing what I want to do. And I'm going to keep being comfortable in my skin and not be affected. In certain situations to avoid offending people to avoid not being accepted sometimes I would dim my light as a response so I might have been happy but not as happy as I could have been not saying it was all woe was me oh my god you know they don't like me it was never that to that serious to where I just had to go sink in a hole what it was is that I didn't want to come off like I was better than anybody else I wanted to be as relatable as possible as to not offend anybody that may not have been comfortable in their own skin that is when I kind of dumbed it down and kind of you know just I moved in a way where it was very hmm the phrase moving to the beat of your own drum I kind of put my drum up a little bit and was kind of walking around to see what other people was doing like okay well you know I have my drum I know me moving to my drum is a bit much for y'all, so I'm going to turn my drum around. I'm going to put it down real quick. You know, I'm going to walk with y'all. Y'all don't have no drums. Y'all feel better now? That was pretty much what I did. And with the hater, I noticed that when I did put my drum down and I didn't walk to my beat anymore, I was all of a sudden more likable instantly. It was almost as if a hater picked up that they knew that I was kind of dumbing down and they were happy for that because they can feel secure now. Now that I'm not being all, not I'm not going to say boastful, but just out and about with my drum and I'm out here walking and I'm happy and I'm smiling and they probably might want a drum of their own but don't have one for whatever reason. Now they may feel like, hey, we're on the same level now. Now, you know, you're down here with me. 
And that's what haters want. Haters want us to compromise who we are to satisfy whatever little insecurity they have. That gives them pleasure knowing that somebody is willing to change themselves and, and kind of modify themselves negatively for the sake of not being hated. They know that there's supposed power in hate for those who are not, you know, familiar with the concept or for those who may not be able to handle hate, who those are this, who may not be built for the drama or built for conflict. Some people don't want to deal with that. Some people are not the drumming type. They might have a tambourine or something, you know what I'm saying? A cowbell. They walk to their own cowbell or something. And that's fine. I mean, haters don't have no kind of anything, no pep in their step, no anything. So as many people as they can get to be walking barefoot on a boring ass trail, listening to the leaves crumble under their feet, the better. So what kind of haters are there? There are plenty of haters. I'll try to keep this as um, concise as I can. My favorite hater is the passive aggressive hater. Y'all know who this hater is. This hater is a friend of yours, an associate, might be your best friend, might be a family member who says little nitpicky things. It might go over your head, it might not, but they think they're doing something by saying something negative about you indirectly. It gives them satisfaction to know that they can get you like that. They can't balls up and tell someone directly what they want to say. They have to say it in like a very sugar-coated kind of way. And as long as you don't say anything to them about it, or as long as they're able to even address you in such a way, they're cool with that. The seed's been sown. It's up to you how to water it and let the weeds within your spirit grow. For instance, let's say you like wearing stripes. And let's say you got a friend who, you know, likes to wear what they wear, but you're comfortable in wearing stripes. And let's say you guys are getting ready to go out and you may have solicited your friend's opinion or you may not have. The passive aggressive hater will normally um, hate unsolicited. They'll give you your, their little opinion when you didn't ask for it, they might say, oh, yeah, that looks good. Okay, you know, stripes is normal. That's the same shoes you always wear. Yeah, it's cool. That alone is a hater comment. And for some of y'all who don't understand it, let me break that down to you. If a person is comfortable wearing stripes and they ask you or ask their friend in this case how their outfit looks and the friend responds, oh, you know, I guess for stripes, it's okay. It automatically applies. It implies that stripes are something that's not to be worn comfortably or is something that's not stylish or cool oh for stripes in comparison to what that would be my next question in comparison to what but again I'm very direct with mine you give me some passive aggressive I'm gonna question you on it I'll call you on it all day but somebody you know somebody else might not think like that they might be like is that person being rude to me and when I'm direct for the record I'm not direct to be uh to start conflict but I like to not make assumptions um according to the four agreements you ask as many questions as you need to but going back to the hater example when they say oh and them same old shoes is that not an implication of someone saying that you wear the same shoes too many times and again this is where I would ask the question so what do you mean them same old shoes what, what exactly are you saying with that again everybody doesn't roll like that so where they'll call somebody on that or even try to get clarification to make sure that they aren't hating. But when a hater does do that, they're trying to put the seeds in you to, to, to pretty much second guess your outfit. Second guess your fashion choices. They're trying to rock the boat of your security, your confidence. They're trying to make you uncomfortable with dressing in some damn stripes and shoes. They're trying to mess your, your self-esteem up on the low low. Because they know that as your friend, you trust their opinion enough to where their words might have some value. So they use the power of those words to tear you down and you don't even know it they'll smile on your face the whole time and act like it's all good but they're secretly insecure with how you carry yourself and how comfortable you are so they kind of work as a double agent that's where the two-faced part comes in they come in and they're there for you during one moment but then they're tearing down your self-esteem in another and I had a friend actually admit to me towards the end of our friendship that she loved me hated me and was jealous of me at the same time. And I said, I don't know how the hell you could be somebody's friend with all of those varying emotions. But that that's a that's pretty much what a passive aggressive hater is. Another hater is the direct hater. <laughs> 
you might say, hey, I got on stripes. I got my outfit on. What you think, friend? And your friend said, yo, that's ugly. Take that off. Look at those shoes. Them shoes are busted. Those are some rundown shoes. Why don't you get some new shoes? You out here looking poor. I'm not, you not coming out with me looking like that. You're not about to embarrass me. That's just direct. That's direct hating right there. You don't have to question not a word they said. They pretty much told you, you look a hot mess. They don't want to be seen with you. You are not worthy enough to go out with. That's pretty much self-explanatory, is it not? Same concept, different approach. Another hater is the misleading hater. The misleading hater, again, somewhat like the passive-aggressive hater. And kind of like the direct hater. What they do is they know that there's an influence on you that is pretty powerful or has some kind of weight. So what they do is they intend to guide what they want for you based on some kind of negative intention. So hypothetically, let's say we have the same example with the friend with the stripes in the in the shoes. This person might say, you know what? You should wear this outfit. Sure, you know, the jacket's two sizes too big. You know, but that's the style. You should wear that. And yeah, um, the jacket's purple. Let's put you in some green pants. Yeah. And then after that, we could put you in some sparkly platform shoes. That's all the rage. I mean, I, I know they do that in Milan and, you know, Paris during Fashion Week. That's the latest style. Trust me on this. So now you're out here looking like Disco Barney and you're super uncomfortable because the outfit that you wanted to wear, you asked your friend for advice and what did your friend do? They steered you wrong so now people might be laughing at you they might pick up on your insecurity with you not being comfortable and now you feel horrible you're ready to go home meanwhile your friend's out having a good time she want to take hella selfies and put you all on the snapchat and and instagram that's an example of the hater that guides you wrong because they want to see you look stupid they want to rock your boat of confidence again another hater is the far away hater i heard hater this is a hater that don't know nothing about you. Probably hadn't said more than a few words to you in public. And even then, they were probably in passing. You don't know anything about them. They don't know nothing about you. Well, they think they do. They pretty much gathered what they've heard from other people as an accurate assessment of who you are as a person. So now they feel qualified to discuss any and everything regarding you and your life. They might assume because you're walking with a man or a woman, you're sleeping with them. They might assume that because you have on you know a nice outfit you you think you're better than other people they might think that because you know people that might be known out in in the world that you're a hanger on or a groupie they might think that you got a promotion on your job or you got good grades you didn't earn those yourself you had to have cheated or you had to have cut corners in order to get the accomplishment the achievements you have those are the ones who are normally going through that same kind of struggle their grades either suck they didn't study as much as they wanted to. They're unsatisfied with their job. They have some kind of physical insecurity with themselves. They might have a self-esteem issue at the end of the day. Again, another unbalanced root chakra type person to where there's no way you could be as cool as you appear to be. It has to be something wrong with you. Has to be. So they proceed to put all this negativity in the air and speak so authoritative on you when they don't know not a damn thing about you. And some people that are, you know, that are intelligent and are intuitive, they'll be able to pick up on that and say, yo, why do you speak so harshly when it comes to this person? What did this person do to you? This this type of question will normally have them stammering and stuttering. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, what I heard and, you know, and that's how they expose themselves, um, actually, which we'll get into next episode in terms of how haters expose themselves. So that wraps up the uh, I heard hater. Another favorite of mine that I tend to run into is hater by association. Yes, hater by association is when a hater knows of a common link, whether a desired link or a link they may have that, you know, one degree of separation between you and somebody else. And they're jealous of that connection that you may have with somebody else. It might be romantic. It might be platonic. It might even be familial. It might just be a mere, just harmless business connection. But because that person is not secure enough within themselves and that connection to that other person, they're automatically honing in the focus on you and that other person. And I've always been taught to worry about yourself when it comes to these kind of things. Because when you worry and put time and energy into other people's connections and what they got going on, all it does is set you up for a world of hurts. 
Now, this particular hater by association is the one that is lurking on somebody else's Instagram page, somebody else's Facebook page, making friends with folks, trying to get information about people. And the reason why I'm saying I'm, I'm really legit trying not to laugh because I deal with this a lot. <laughs> I really do. I, I, I really do. It's, oh, well, is she that cool in person? And it's like, really? Really? Like, why? Do you, <laughs> that's a weird thing to ask. Is somebody cool in person? Like, why do you care? I don't even know you, lady or sir. Or hater by association could actually be the link between you and somebody else. It could be the familial connection, the platonic connection, the business connection, the romantic connection. And that person you deal with may sabotage any potential connections with other people because, again, they are insecure and not stable within themselves to feel like they're enough for whatever that situation is, which obviously causes a strain with their ability to be secure in that connection to where they don't want you dealing with nobody else. Now, this can manifest itself as a what? Controlling mates. This could be a mate that says, it's okay, you can have friends. But then what do they do? They always want to make up some kind of plan to do when you want to go out. They always want to know who exactly people are. They want to meet people now. I thought you just said that you could have a friend. You can have friends to hang out with. But now you want to jump all in the circle and you want to be their friend too? Or you want to have approval of friends before that person can be friends with them? That same little story I told y'all about the whole third grade, does that not sound very third or fourth graders to you? You can't be friends with them until I approve them. For what? It goes back to what? Haters. Haters always bring it back to themselves. Well, I want to make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people. That, to me, sounds like a lack of trust, a lack of security, once again. Everything, I don't know if you've noticed in this episode, everything turns back around to lack. Doing things out of need. My need to feel adequate because I'm inadequate. My need to feel like I'm worth a damn because I don't feel like I'm worth a damn on certain things. So if I make other people feel like they're not worth a damn, I kind of feel like we're on the same level I, rather than pull myself up or say, hey, her energy is dope or his energy is dope. Let me use that as inspiration to to want to be my best self. It also comes from the whole insecurity piece. I'm scared to lose this person. I'm like with regards to the, the hater by association, I'm scared to lose this person. I'm scared that I might have been wrong about this person. That's the um, I heard hater. I mean, we can even flip the control switch back to the passive aggressive, um, the aggressive haters and the haters who use their influence for negative stuff. Same thing. I want to exercise power on someone else because I can't activate or manifest the power within myself. Whoop. I hope a light went off for some of y'all. I hope it did. I'm pretty sure some of you are side-eyeing some of the people in your life right now. It's completely fine. That means your discernment, your intuition is starting to starting to activate a little bit and if you do find yourself dealing with these particular types of haters feel free to ask questions people normally do stuff expecting not to be questioned if you don't understand something that someone said or if you want to know the intent behind it just simply ask what did you mean by that and if the intent is pure you will definitely get your answer and how they reacted normally people that do stuff negatively a lot of them don't really have a strategy in terms of how to execute. They just want to get the point off for the, uh, you know, the instant gratification. And yeah, got one over on her. One point for me. They don't really have a prepared answer when you ask them, why, why would you say that about me? Why would you make me wear this? Why would you ask me to do such a thing or change this up? What's the benefit in that? Now, granted, I'm jumping the gun a little bit because that's something I would say for next episode in terms of how to deal with them but if y'all get something like that just just ask questions probe into what the intent is and you'll be able to discern the answer that way if you feel deep down in your spirit it's not right go with that explore it why do you feel like it's wrong does this person showed you anything in the past that makes you question their intentions is there anything beneficial that you know can come out of this situation can you continue to deal with a friend that's like that long term or a family member or a lover or a boyfriend, girlfriend, what have you? That's some questions to ask when you encounter these kind of haters. And we'll talk about the answer next episode. All right, then, homies, let's do a quick recap. Haters are coming from an energy of low vibration, insecurity, instability. 
not completely cool with who they are. This could be subconscious or unconscious. Some might know better and want to do better, but don't know how. Some might know better and want to do better, but just not right now. And some don't care either way. And they're just going to keep hating until they can't hate no more. This is done because, again, it's easy to do. It's easy to put the mirrors on others versus putting the mirror on yourself and doing work to be a higher spiritual being. Also, haters can come about in different ways. You got your passive aggressive hater, your direct hater, your abusive influence or power hater, your I heard hater, or the hater by association. And next episode, what you can do in terms of how to properly deal with those type of haters as well as curb your own inner hater. As again, as we all are humans, we do have that good and bad, that light and dark, that you know, yin and yang energy. So I thank y'all for listening to this episode, um, Hater 101. And we will definitely get into these um, resolutions on Hater 102, which will come next week. Which you already know, Homegirl Thursdays is when you will always have an episode um, by me. And if you like what you hear and you don't want to have to come find me all the time, feel free to hit like or subscribe so that I can come find you. And you'll always get a notification of when I have something new for y'all. So if you ever want to reach me, if you don't already know, you can reach me at www.spiritualhomegirl.com. That is correct spelling. If you're on Facebook and Instagram, Spiritual Homegirl. Twitter, Spirit Homegirl. Um, I think SoundCloud, Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Um, Again, if you want to give me notifications as to when I am posting every Thursday, you can always um, like and subscribe. And also, if you like what you're hearing, tell a friend. I want to help people understand that you don't have to let people's words and people's actions negatively affect you. Sometimes once people get their little their little points across, they feel good. Meanwhile, they leave you with all of their waste and all of their excess bullshit that they wanted to put on you to begin with. They just put that off of them and put it on you and walked away. I don't want people to be stuck with other people's drama and energy and unresolved issues. I want people to be able to be so secure in themselves that even when they are tested, they can rise above that. It isn't always an easy thing, and sometimes we do fall prey to the negativity. But the key is to learn from the lessons and move forward. And I'm a, I'm a person that doesn't like to make the same mistake twice only because I feel like it's a waste of time and energy. But if you need to go through it repeatedly, again, which I have, just because I don't like to do it doesn't mean I don't do it. That's fine too, but just remember to do better all starts with the thought. The same way a hater can come out their face and talk to you, it comes from a thought within them, a belief or a feeling. You can have that same power, the same way a hater uses to manifest the negative, to manifest the positive. See, y'all got me want to jump in the episode too. See, I can't even do that. See, I've been a mess around and we'll have a whole two-hour episode around here. So I'm going to go ahead and cut it short while I have the time because I know me. I will go on a tangent and y'all going to be like, damn, I'm already at my destination and she is still talking. <laughs> and that was this week's episode Odie but a goodie of Hater 101 I hope y'all dug that Again you can reach me at spiritualhomegirl.com March Madness is almost over And it's time to focus on Celebrating <laughs> Because I like to celebrate My earth strong Or my birthday or And honestly my solar return too I definitely pay attention to things like that But um, I am Super honored to be able to present Chef Babette as, um, you know, Spiritual Homegirl Presents Homegirl Supper Club. There's things I've been wanting to do in the works, and I never knew how I was going to just... I have so many ideas, is what I mean to say, but I never knew how I was going to just execute them. Um, because if we got to go to stereotypical Aryan traits that I actually have... Because I don't like to blame everything that people do solely on astrology, but one Aryan trait that I have had to learn to work through in the past was starting projects and not finishing them because with Aryans, what they do is for the most part, we're going to talk into just basic sun sign traits is that they get so excited at the possibility to lead and innovate and do all these different things that they drop <laughs> whatever it was they was doing and they go full steam ahead on something that seems new and exciting. So for me, it's taking years for me to remain consistent with things. And honestly, spiritual homegirls help me, continue to work through that and continue to progress in that because the spiritual homegirl, I ain't got no choice but to be consistent. 
You know, like I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to drop spiritual hunger and do something new. You know, if anything, I want to do different things within there. You know what I mean? <laughs> to help, um, to help the world. So I'm excited to be able to bring Chef I Bet for my homegirl supper club. And um, there's some other, like I said, some other dope things I want to do, but this is definitely one hell of a way to start. So it'll be an intimate afternoon, Q&A, live demos, food, and um, a book signing for her book, Cash In on Cash Shoes. It's going to be at a private location. It is very limited, limited amount of um, seating available. So if you want to go, hit me up at, again, spiritualhomegirl.com or email me at spiritualhomegirl at gmail.com. This episode is airing on Thursday. The winner's going to be announced on Friday. They're going to be hit up through email. I know it's kind of short notice, but I think I mentioned this last week. And I mentioned it on Instagram and Twitter. And I know some of y'all have been telling me y'all haven't been seeing my posts. Turn on post notifications on um, Instagram at Spiritual Homegirl. I'm also on Facebook, Spiritual Homegirl. I'm also on Twitter at Spirit Homegirl. Also on YouTube at Spiritual Homegirl. Turn on post notifications so you don't miss nothing. And if you miss a show, don't forget to subscribe. I'm everywhere. I am on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, TuneIn, Radio Public, Libsyn. I am virtually anywhere you can listen to a podcast. So I don't want to fall off with communicating with y'all. So, you know, tap in, make sure we stay in touch so you don't miss anything. Cool? And then you can always sign up for the newsletter. I'm actually going to start um, doing some things with that real soon. Now that we got this YouTube thing situated, now it's time to really um, crank up with the mailing list and do some private events and some things that are um, – Special for those who subscribe, some giveaways. Uh, first, to look at new products. Um, I do want to do some things like that for you guys as well. Some testing, see what you guys think. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited. And also, Yoga 101 is coming up May 12th from 2 to 4 at Cosmic Energy Fitness Studio. Um, it's really dope to patronize a business that is... Um, black owned and black woman owned, you know, and I'm not saying that to be exclusive to other people, but it's really cool to see a woman who looks like you own a successful business and to also support that. And I'm really happy to be able to um, work with Patrice on that with um, respect to her letting us use Cosmic Energy Fitness Studio in order to facilitate Yoga 101. My girl Dre is from Miniature Yogi is fire. I take her yoga class and she actually trains me with my flexibility, you know what I'm saying, as well as my upper body strength. And when I say my triceps are hurting right now, oh my goodness, they hurt so bad. But I'm getting results and I'm really happy. People be sleeping on yoga. They think because yoga is not hella hardcore cardio, sweat, kickbox, punch, jab, you know, all of that stuff that is weak or it's foo-foo or it's fluffy. And that's not, it's not at all. Yoga will have you questioning your range of motion, have you testing your limits. It's more than just stretching. It's it's a workout. At least what Dre does, the vinyasa flow is no joke. Repetitive stretching movements, toning muscle in the moment. It's sweat. Like, it's it's a lot. And it's really cool. And then not to mention, when she trains me afterwards, whatever I thought I had left on the mat, she somehow pulls more out of me. So she definitely pushes me. So I'm happy to be able to present her to y'all with Yoga 101 on May 12th. And I'm so excited. The first 20 that sign up get free Yoga 101 shirts. So sign up sooner than later so you can get your shirt. Also, the first 20 will get a complimentary um, Sun, Moon, Ascendant Astrology Analysis by yours truly. Yeah, so make sure you're one of the first 20 to sign up. Again, we got it going on from May 12th. Two to four. And some of y'all asked me what the song was with that Yoga 101 video. My boy Academics actually did that song. It's called Fashion. It's on his latest project entitled um, Fashion. So definitely check that out too. He is so talented. I love me some Jason. He's amazing. And is there anything else that's going on? I think that's everything, y'all. I'm just in such a happy... Like, I'm just floating right now. I wish everybody is in the um, best of health and spirits and and just a mindset. I know sometimes transitions and things like equinoxes can kind of bring out some things that may be repressed or make you kind of realize where you are in life or have you assess where you are. And I know some people may not be happy. And you have the right to feel that way. Your feelings are valid, you know? Sometimes everything ain't always glitter and rainbows and unicorns and 
and things like that. And sometimes you have to come to a harsh reality that you aren't in the best position that you could be in or you're not where you need to be. But I think the trick with that is understanding it, sitting in it, embracing it, and then saying, you know what? I have the power of choice. I have the power to do. If I'm able-bodied, I can I can change this. If I'm able-minded, I can change this. So once you realize, you know, you, you mope, because, I mean, moping is natural. I have my, my moments, too, where I'm just, I be in my feelings and I got to work through it. But at a certain point, it's like, okay, we've moped, we understand, we embrace, we accept. So what are we going to do to change it? So, you know, don't get down if you realize, you know, this this whole cycle started and you're not where you want to be. Or if you follow the Gregorian year, your first quarter then ended and you may not have ended up where you wanted to be. It's okay. As uh, my boy Daryl says, players mess up too. You know what I mean? Players mess up too. But, again, it's about how you move forward that makes the difference. So I just wanted to spread some some uh, some game for y'all. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, shout out to, to Special. Special out there in the Bay. Special be supporting. I love people that support. Who else supports? Jackie Rose been supporting. Um, April, Deep Cotton 87 has been supporting. Sarah McKeever supports. Them Lips, though, be supporting. Christina Johnson supports. Um, oh, yeah, for those who got their hoodies, I hope you guys like them. I got some great pictures from you guys in your spiritual homeboy and spiritual homegirl hoodies. Keep them coming. If you got a hoodie, please send pictures. I want to see. And also, um, follow Made Peace with the Day as well as I'm going to be doing some things that are less um, less me-focused. <laughs> not me all up in the videos, dancing all in the videos. It's not going to be about me, per se, but more so just about just basic things to make peace with the day. And um, who else supports? There's a lot of people that support that I be missing. Train with Mike. Hey, Mike. Out there in L.A. Glowing One, she supports. She always been down. Um, who else? B-Mash, he supports. Tupac Shakur, <laughs> well, Tupac Shukor, that's his, <laughs> that's his name. He supports Tara Mitchell, uh, B3 Atlanta, she supports. It's a lot of people that um, have kind of been, uh, oh, yeah, Kopo, shout out to Kopo, Kopo Shalesi, she supports. So it's a lot of people. I'm sorry, y'all, if I forgot you, I promise I'll get you next episode. Just hit me up. But I'm just so grateful for y'all. This is a new cycle. We're going to start it off right our mind's going to be right. We're going to strategize. We're not going to manipulate. We're going to strategize and we're going to execute and we're going to make this cycle the best cycle thus far. You hear me? And I'm not talking about just me. This is a we thing. So I hope you guys, once you guys, if you are working through something that you need to kind of get some closure or some clarity on, once you get that, it's time to hit the ground running. It's time to make it your best cycle. You hear me? So that's it, y'all. I just wanted to spread some love and some joy again i feel like i said that three times already but i'm just in that kind of mood so y'all got to just get this love today but this has been another episode of the spiritual homegirl podcast my name is maria and remember trust the journey and trust yourself peace <laughs>